The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And look at that. It's uh, four minutes after 11 o'clock right in there. Pinpoint Health Show is back on. Reaching out is real simple. As you know, one 855 Dr. Lou D-R-L-O-U. But... You can ask your questions right now, 416-870-6400. Uh, Dr. Lou in the house. How are you, pal? Good, John. You? You don't sound I'm, so I'm good, a, buddy. Eh, got a bit of a cold. You know, it's Uh-oh. funny, though. You walk Uh-oh. out. Uh-oh. Uh, no, <laughs> then that's the funny thing, right? Because every time you walk in somewhere, have you got COVID? Like, no, it's a cold. We've had these for six million years, and that's it all is it is. It is much, but, uh, much more likely that if yeah. you are sick right now, if you are experiencing flu-like symptoms... You are more likely to have, you know, the regular cold or a flu than than the coronavirus. So it's exactly. Uh, uh, thankfully, though, you're not in studio, so at least I don't have to be near you. Which is I good. decided to give you a break and log in from home because you know we got the technology well, in 2020. You know what so. though? I think that's important though. I think you know with all this stuff going on about the coronavirus, I think that is an important aspect that shouldn't just be something that we worry about now because there's a coronavirus. This should be year to year. Anytime there's a flu season, because again, when you look at the simple stats, the flu kills much, much more people every year in every country than it does uh, than the coronavirus does. So right Right. now you have a greater risk, especially let's I mean, let's talk about Ontario, because this is where we live. You have a much greater if you are worried, you have a much greater risk of dying from the flu than you do from the coronavirus. Number one. Number two, I think what you just said there is an important aspect that people forget in every single season when there's these types of sicknesses going around. If you're sick, don't be around other people. Don't go don't cough in your hands. Don't touch things like these simple measures that we could implement that we will probably start to implement and people are being more cautious right now are things that we should be doing anyways because it helps to prevent the spread of any virus, not just the coronavirus. So to me, it's sort of silly that we're only worried about it right now. These are the things we should be doing all the time. We should be washing our hands really well all the time. We should be minimizing the amount of times we touch our face. If you're sick, stay home. Don't infect other people. Like These are simple measures that are effective for any type of virus, also the coronavirus. So if you're afraid of it and and there's people like, you know, these people that think that are in public places, it, it drives me crazy and I've seen it. You know, they start coughing and they're coughing everywhere or they sneeze and they don't cover themselves. Like, come on, like be civilized if, and, and be cognizant of the people around you. If you are sick and you have these types of symptoms, minimize the exposure to other people. Simple. And, in that, and I'm not saying that for the coronavirus. I'm saying that for any type of virus, like the regular right. cold, like the regular flu, because again, the people that are susceptible to the coronavirus are the same people that are susceptible to the flu, the elderly, the very young. In fact, the coronavirus, the stats seem to show it's actually sparing the young. It's, it seems to be pretty bad in the older population. So we want to make sure that we're sparing these people this type of hardship with any virus. So let's do better as a society by being cognizant of these things and let's wash our hands more often. Let's use hand sanitizer more often. Let's use things like Lysol wipes to to clean yep. off your the objects that you're working on, right? It's simple hygiene. If we follow these simple hygiene, we're going to minimize the exposure and the transmission of all types of viruses. And that should be the goal. Because if we're worried about putting these people at risk right now, we should be worried about it all the time. Because, you know, thousands of people every year die from the flu. 
and we're never worried about that. So, and I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't be worried about the coronavirus and that we shouldn't be diligent. My point here is that we should be diligent towards all of these types of viruses. Yeah, it's it's funny too. I read something the other day about uh, it was an article about comparing uh, Corona COVID nineteen to the regular flu, and and this doctor basically said, you know, they put out health warnings. They're telling people, as you just mentioned, how to how containment, how to avoid COVID nineteen, and they're giving out stats. And the point was, they don't do that for the common flu, influenza, because it it spreads too fast. It's too quick. They don't bother. They can't contain it, so they haven't done that for for decades. They they can't contain the flu, so they just let it happen every year. But we, if people actually thought about that, they'd be scared but they don't need to be yeah but they and but we need to do a better job of doing those things like it's it's crazy when people again now because there's so much media attention around this everyone is being a little bit more conscious of saying okay i'm uh, you know i'm i'm sick i'm not i'm not going to go in because of also the fear of what people will think right so sure so it's important but i think if we if we had that like Another thing that I think is so archaic, right? Like one of the things that we do as a society when you see somebody is you're always hugging, shaking hands. Like I get that these things are are nice, but maybe we should move towards just giving a a gesture of hi with, you know, a wave or an acknowledgement with a head nod. Like the fact that we're touching each other's hands and kissing each other and hugging each other, that contributes to the spread of these types of viruses, um, yeah. And so I think that right now, and that's one thing that I think should be done right now. And, I, and I'm very surprised that it's not being implemented more widespread, um, that just stop shaking each other's hands, stop kissing each other right now. Let's contain this thing. Let's not get it out of hand. Yeah, tap toes with your shoes on there. Yeah, exactly. Good to see you. That's all you need, right? We'll take a short break. Full lines are open. You have uh, health discussions or health concerns of your own. doesn't have to be about any sort of influenza or COVID-19. could be about your back, for instance. Give us a call. We're ready to go here. And uh, Pinpoint Health Show, 416-870-6400. Lots more is on the way on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is 1114 and a uh, brilliant Saturday morning out there. Yeah, 416-870-6400 is the uh, the way to go. We just, you know, we started off talking about uh, some pretty appropriate and pretty timely stuff with COVID. Yeah. I just saw a, uh, a little a, a picture come up on, on Instagram, and it's a picture of an NBA arena. It says the NBA is telling teams to prepare to play for empty arenas because yeah. of COVID. I mean, yeah. I'm still going to a game if I got tickets, man. I'm sorry. Well, I'm I mean, if they, there are going to be some areas where, again, if, you, if they're – it's really about areas where there's potential outbreaks and they don't know the extent of the outbreak, right? So the Seattle area, um, they've got a pretty decent outbreak going that they're not really sure the extent. Places like northern Italy as well. Um, so you've got to be careful when it when it gets yeah. to that point. I think, I think we're doing an extremely good job here in Canada and specifically um, in Ontario. I think part of it is how prepared we are uh, based on what we went through with SARS. So I think uh, yes. there's better... There's better acknowledgement there. I mean, if you look at the stats, right, there's 20 people or 22 or I forget what the exact number. It's in the 20s of people that are confirmed, but they've tested about 2,000 people. Um, So they're doing a very diligent job of of if there's some type of suspect that there's 
uh, potentially there. You know, clearly, and clearly that stat shows that out of 2,000 people that have been tested because they're displaying some type of symptom and have maybe traveled to an area of concern, it clearly yep. shows that the vast majority do not have COVID, right? So again, focusing on the simple statistics around this will help to minimize a lot of the fear um, around these things. And another interesting thing, and Jody brought this up to me um, when before we started the show. And Jody, what was the exact question? Well, I was just wondering if people like you have massage therapists at yeah, your different. clinic, yeah. are they worried about putting their hands on people? Because good of, question. No, yeah. so so that's so that's a great question. I actually think, and this is something that I wanted to talk about. One of, and I know that we have a caller, so um, just hang tight, and we'll get to you in a sec. Uh, but one of the things that I think is really, really important is um, the fact that most people and John and Jody and John, because you guys have been here with me for so long, um, knows that you guys know that the vast majority of people that deal with some type of musculoskeletal issues. So let's say their low back pain or their yep. knee pain or whatever, they're going to go to their family doctor or a walk in clinic first. Right. Like that is the primary. Why would you want to take that chance now? And I've always said, like, there are places like Pinpoint Health and other uh, musculoskeletal types of clinics. The people that are walking in there are other people that have those similar types of issues. When you're walking into your family doctor's office or a walk-in clinic, there's people there that have flu-like symptoms, right? So right. why take that chance? So and and number two, we we are now we always recommend when it comes to uh, musculoskeletal care because viruses actually reside in a lot of muscles in the body, and it's not good to actually get things like massage and whatever that can spread it. So we've always recommended, but especially now, if you have flu-like symptoms, you shouldn't be coming in for musculoskeletal treatment. So the chances of contacting anything in that type of setting are actually lower, I believe. And I'm, I'm right. that's me speaking on a purely, you know, I don't have any research to support that, but knowing what I know and how we run practices and also knowing who's coming in. You're not getting other people who are coming in because they're worried about their cold and you're sitting in a waiting room. So I actually think there's an advantage right now. And this is this is almost a call to action in a way that, again, my message is always, if you have an issue, don't diagnose it yourself, right? Yes. Go see somebody. But especially now, why go to emergency rooms and walk-in clinics and family doctor offices, which even to start with are not the best place to go get your musculoskeletal things yep. uh, diagnosed and managed. But especially now, why take the chance of also contracting the cold or a yeah. flu or, you know, in the very, very rare instance that there's something else there. So um, that's sort of my messaging around that. 416-870-6400 is the number you want to reach out and ask your questions this morning. We'd love to get you on the air. Tom, thanks for hanging on, fella. Good morning. How are you? Hello. Good morning, sirs. I've been diagnosed with um, uh, plantar fasciitis. I'm yep. a security guard. And the last six weeks, I've been having heel pain. And I applied for WSIB, and I was rejected uh, for treatment and benefits. How do I get WSIB to change their mind? Well, that's a, that's a legal question. I am not a lawyer, so uh -huh. um, so I don't know how you do that. I mean, the, you'd have to somehow prove that it is a result of work, right? So um, that's up to you, your work, and whoever your 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 healthcare team is to sort of come to that conclusion. So that that's a legal question. That's not a, a, so much a healthcare. I can I can help you in terms of how do you go about getting plantar fasciitis treated and all those things, but I. I I won't be able to provide you help on how you would change WSIB's mind. 
Oh, and even though I have not been diagnosed with diagnosed with um, factors such as diabetes or arthritis or anything like that, or I'm not overweight, or I don't have a heavy lifting job or age, there's not the other factors that contribute to this illness. It's just standing and walking on my feet, just like basketball players and um, you know cashiers and bank tellers. They have they experience this type of diagnosis. Well, the reality is a lot of people experience that type of diagnosis, not just those people. But you are right that if you're doing those things. Now, the, the good thing about something like plantar fasciitis, especially if it's acute, it's highly treatable. So my advice is always don't be worried so much about that. If you can get this treated and, and manage the right way so that it's not a nuisance, then you could do that. And, and I'm assuming if you're worried about WSIB, I'm assuming with your job, do you have health care benefits? Oh, I think we lost Tom. Oh, I don't worry about okay. okay. Yeah. Well, check that out first, right? Well, I... I Listen, again, I'm not I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to give the legal advice that he's looking right. for. But what I am going to say is people often will fall into this mindset of I'm going to fight to get something where all you're doing is wasting time that you, that you could be getting treated in another form, right? Like there's other avenues like extended health care benefits that might can pay for that. And I'm assuming based on the role that he said that he likely has those things. So that the focus should be on how to get better, right? Not right. on, on and, and, and the problem is, is if you don't focus on that, and you let it become chronic, well, we know the rest of the story then, right, yep. on how much you harder bet. that becomes. We'll take a, a short break. Get to more of your calls. If you want to call through just like Tom, do so. It's that simple, 416-870-6400. Make sure you check out Pinpoint Health online, Facebook, Instagram, etc., and info at pinpointhealth.ca as well. we got lots more of the show on the way and more of your phone calls. Pinpoint Health Show right here on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And the phone number anytime you want to call through, we'd love to hear from you. 416-870-6400 works perfectly. In that regard, getting to Mary. Hi, Mary. Thanks for hanging on. Good morning. No problem. Good morning to you. Uh, I've got room. I have rheumatoid arthritis for about 40 years. Mm. I deal with that. Spinal stenosis for about a month. Well, longer than a month, maybe symptomatic, well, more yeah. symptomatic, but spinal stenosis doesn't happen over a month. Okay, keep no, going. No, okay. I've also had a laminectomy yeah. for, for that about four years ago, yeah. and I was told it's not permanent and it sure ate. Nope. What's my, what's my best treatment and where do I start? For which problem, stenosis or the rheumatoid? No, the arthritis, you know, has, it is. Yeah, yeah so not. I mean the stenosis, same thing, right? Like it's a matter of getting continually assessed. Uh, the laminectomy is a good option to increase room in that canal. A lot of spinal stenosis is also about the proper day-to-day -day management, so postural advice and the right types of exercises that you should be doing and the things that you should be avoiding. Uh, but sometimes uh, surgery, again, is another option, depending on the severity of, of things like neurological problems as a sequelae of the stenosis. I, yeah, I was told by my GP and my specialist I cannot have it again, this, this surgery. Why? Just because I'm too old or you don't do it again. I, no clear reason. 
Okay. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily the best advice. It really, it, it might be. I, I don't know your full extent of your medical history, right? So, so there's things, but I, I think, you know, there's other things. If you like, you can come see me. We can assess it. We can take a look at it. Um, there's specialized programs in the in the province now for um, low back pain related to this type of stuff. Okay, great. Give me your phone number, dear. Yep, one eight five five. Hold on, eight five five. Five five. Five five. D R L O U. P O D D honey D. Doctor Lou. Oh, D R L O U, just like the name. Yes, that's you got right. It. Yeah, it's good marketing. So, you'll be hearing from me next week. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Okay, bye. Thanks, Mary. Appreciate that again. Just in case you didn't get it all, one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U. So, uh, so there you go. See, it, 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 it's halfway cleared up already just with the phone call, right? A lot of misinformation, not necessarily from a GP or a specialist, but maybe just what people think and read. Well, and, and the reason I why you call, right? Yeah, and I don't have the extent of the information there, so I'd have to sort of assess. And that's really, you know, how how you get a proper diagnosis is through a proper assessment. Uh, but we can look at it and definitely see what the options are. But, you know, a lot of these things, it's um, – and what she said there is very, very important. Surgery, a lot of the times, is not a permanent solution, right? It's it's a solution right. that might help you in the short term. But this is where people need to be doing the day-to-day management. And that's what I often find is the missing link, right, where, you know, and it's not, not just with something like a laminectomy due to spinal stenosis. It could be things like um, someone getting a knee replacement or getting their ACL repaired or getting a tendon repaired in their shoulder. They think there's this thought process that that is the cure. And that's not the cure. That may be the first step in the management of it, but often the management requires the day-to-day things. And again, because it's hard and time-consuming, those are the things that people want to trade off. And the excuse is always, oh, well, I don't have the time. But you know what? Guess what? You got to make the time or or if yeah. you don't do those things, then there's sequelae, which can happen as a result of it. So it's the it's the choice that you are willing to make and, and making sure that you have the right professionals who are giving you this information and a lot of spinal stenosis. We've had experts on spinal stenosis on the show. Yep. It is around day-to-day management and doing the right things. Um, that doesn't mean that surgery doesn't play its role. Of course it does. And there are some instances where it's unavoidable. But even with surgery, you would still be doing those other things. And so that's a lot of what I do is giving that day-to-day advice um, for these types of things. Because the, it's really the self-care that is the the missing link that people just don't seem to do for whatever reason. Yeah, 416-870-6400 is the number you use to call into the show for the remaining half hour of it. And uh, please do at least get some answers or find out where you go next as far as uh, getting a consultation happening or at least having a look at uh, with Dr. Lou. What else you got going on this weekend, pal? This weekend? Oh, well, you're asking yeah. me about my weekend. Um, well, not you personally. <laughs> oh, I just okay, okay. the show. I don't uh, care about your plans. Yeah, I thought you were asking me out or something. Okay. Hey, now. Um, no, I mean, the, the the same, you know, the things that we're talking about here, I think the point that I brought up before with relation to what Jody asked is there's going to be, again, a lot of my message here is get these things dealt with in the early stage. My fear right. with what's going on with the coronavirus, it will prevent people from even going to walk cl- walk-in clinics and their family doctors, and they're just going to let these problems linger. And maybe there might be a good reason to not be presenting to, to those places right now to not increase the risk of maybe contra- uh, contacting um, something else. But that's why places like Pinpoint Health and other types of clinics that exist, not just Pinpoint Health. And I want to make it clear, 
people have a choice. They can go wherever they want. The reason why I do this is to have uh, for Pinpoint Health to have a, a level of accountability that I think is unique in the industry. No one else is doing a radio show. Um, and I think that provides a layer of of um, accountability that that no other rehabilitation and wellness center has. Um, and so it's very, very important that maybe you consider those places as your primary care for um, musculoskeletal injuries, which, again, even outside of something like a, a COVID-19 uh, right. fears, it's still a better place to go get diagnosed and managed for these types of issues like, you know, he- you know, neck pain, headaches, uh, originating from musculoskeletal sources, you know, upper extremity complaints, spine related complaints or lower extremity complaints. There, there's better options that exist. And, and I think um, you should be using them. And we'll get right back into it here. Let's take a short break and line up some phone calls. Bring them on. We're ready for you. We have open lines for the remainder of the show. Ask your questions. 416-870-6400, pinpointhealth.ca. Check it out on social media like Facebook and Instagram, all kinds of good stuff there as well. We will return with the Pinpoint Health Show on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yeah, 11.33 on your Saturday morning Pinpoint House show, info at pinpointhealth.ca, or you want to reach out to uh, Dr. Lou and his team, one 855 Dr. Lou. But for the remainder of this hour, call now to the radio station. Ask your questions, 416-870-6400. And we always implore you to get to the uh, the proper place. Go to Pinpoint Health for your diagnosis. Get some answers, and I say that because, I mean, just recently you guys put up a, what is, I mean, it's a, it's a telling, but it's a really, it's a, it's a comical cartoon on your Instagram. It says, it's a little cartoon of a guy sitting on a doctor's uh, a doctor's bench and the doctor's there. He says, you know, I've already diagnosed myself on the internet. I'm just here for a second opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. It's so true, right? Yeah, I got to give credit to Adam who runs all the social media stuff. Yeah. Um, that he actually thought of that, which I thought, and he, he knows that that's sort of my, a, a little bit of a pet peeve that people come in and they think they already know what they have and what they need. And, you know, and we had a right. call a few weeks ago where someone was like, oh, I, you know, I've been to my family doctor and I've uh, and I tell them to order this, 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 and this, but they won't do it. And it's like eh, it's not really the way it's supposed to work, right? Yeah, right. I, I do think conversation is important and co-managing your health, but that's a dialogue, right? And 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 yeah, it's really yeah. I, I thought that meme was was really funny about uh, uh, going to see your doctor just for the second opinion. But uh, yeah, I mean it's a dangerous <laughs> thing, right? Where you you get stuck in uh, in the internet and you see the worst things and and you sort of wonder, oh, geez, what's going on? Um, but even when it's not the worst thing, a lot of the times when you're self-diagnosed, the problem with self-diagnosis outside of the, you know, potential anxiety that it can cause is, uh, is the fact that you're probably managing what you have going on the wrong way. Right. And so, you know, and I see this a lot of the times where people, and we had a call about plantar fasciitis, and that's a great example. If you have foot pain and you type in foot pain in Google, I mean, 90% of, of what's going to come up is going to be plantar fasciitis, but there's yeah. other things that can happen in the foot. And if you are assuming, oh, well, this I've got plantar fasciitis and you are not 
someone that actually has plantar fasciitis, you're going to be doing the wrong things. And then these are the people that come in saying, oh, I have plantar fasciitis. And, I, you know, one, one important thing that I always do in my history when I'm talking to someone, if they say, oh, I have whatever diagnosis, fill in the blank, I always ask them, I follow that question with, who told you you have that diagnosis? Exactly. That that's an important aspect. Did who who told you? A healthcare professional and which healthcare professional? Because again, sometimes it might be the wrong person giving the wrong type of diagnosis. So it's very very important when you're speaking to someone to figure out if they're coming in saying they have a diagnosis. Who told them that they have that diagnosis? And you'd be surprised to know a lot of the times what people say is, oh, I, well, I, that's what I think I have because, you know, I've looked up my symptoms and on the Internet and, and that's and it's pretty consistent. And to me, that's like X right there. You know that I just throw that in the garbage. It means nothing uh, when when it's a self-diagnosis, even if it might be right. It's it's that's not the way that it's supposed to be done. Right. So the symptoms and the signs and symptoms are for me to put together as a professional um, and to come to that right conclusion. A another good example of that is headaches, right? So headaches are a very yeah. non-specific type of symptom because a lot of things can create headaches. Um, I mean, you could have a virus going on that could create headaches, just as an example. You can have some very serious things like a brain tumor that can create headaches. Now, again, very, very rare. Um but a lot of the time, there's a lot of different things. And headaches a non-specific thing that if you're just trying to self-diagnose, you might either be creating unnecessary anxiety by worrying about something that is very unlikely and very scary, or you might actually be missing something that might potentially be you know, more worrisome. So that's the important aspect of going to a professional to figure out because there are signs and symptoms that match up with different things that will start to point us in the right direction in terms of where on that spectrum are we dealing with. <laughs> Excuse me. It, it's it's amazing too because you know it, you get these same same people. I'm not lumping all everybody together, but you know you'll be driving down the street one day, you hear a ticking coming from under your hood. You don't say, uh, "Hey, uh, chief, do me a favor to swap out my fuel injection system." Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. you're gonna walk into your mechanic and say, "This thing's making noise. Figure it out." Yeah, you should yeah. Be doing the same it's with your doctor. One hundred percent. Now, I think. Oh. One thing that I consistently say as well, though, is I do think that it's good that we do have the Internet and that we do have this exposure to knowledge because you can create a dialogue, right? At the end of the day, right. doctors and healthcare professionals are humans and they might miss something. And, you know, it's funny. There's been a few times where I've had patients that have said, well, you know, I've also looked up this. Do you think it could be that? And it's like, well, you know what? That's not a bad idea to to sort of think of as well. And, and, and sometimes we're human and we can't possibly think of everything. So I think due diligence on the patient's part is important, but it shouldn't stop there. It should be more to be educated so that when you're having that conversation, it would be no different than you know, any other example, if you're investing your money with a financial advisor, you may want to be knowledgeable on how the markets work and things like that so that you can have that discussion. Healthcare should be consumed, I believe, in the same way, where you do need to do your research, make sure you have knowledge so that you're not just fully putting it in someone's hands 100%. But dialogue is important, right? And going back and forth and having a conversation in a respectful manner. I think where a lot of people go wrong, and not just on the patient side, but the practitioner side is some practitioners want to be purely authoritarian and it's like right. no it's my way or the highway and some patients don't want to take into consideration that the healthcare professional has a level of knowledge that they don't um and then that that matters so i think that's where the right matchup is very very important i think both parties in that interaction have to be reasonable and and have a conversation 
that's the important aspect is in is making sure that you're engaging the patient in their health as well and that you're not just being an authoritarian and also as a patient that you are not going in there with that type of mindset that you already have the diagnosis and are just looking for a second opinion you know, following the show, you want to reach out anytime, do so. one 855 Dr. Lou, D-R-L-O-U, info at pinpointhealth.ca, all over social media as well. And uh, we'll continue the conversation. You want to make a phone call, ask a health question, do so. you still got some time, 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It sure is. Uh, 11.43. Still got time to call in. Yeah, 416-870-6400 and get a hold of Dr. Lou and his crew and get it happening. You are always expanding. I know in the next couple of years, it's just going to be phenomenal, the uh, the coverage you guys are going to have. And I'm, I'm talking geographically. It's going to be uh, yeah. going to be really impressive, man. And we should talk a little bit about, uh, you know, when someone comes by, how they get it started from the phone call to uh, what they're going to expect when they come see you guys. Yeah, I mean, well, number one, I guess the point of creating the footprint um, in terms of multiple locations is yeah i guess one thing that people think is the one thing i really want to make sure that people understand is that my team is as good if not better than me so it it doesn't have to be me right if it's just more convenient and you live somewhere like Newmarket and you want to see somebody in my team in Newmarket, just call call the clinic and book an appointment. Go on our website, look up all the professionals, the different services that we have. It doesn't need to be me. If, it, if you want an assessment from me, I'm happy to do that. And you can call again, the one 855 doctor Lou number. It starts with a simple consultation over the phone or just make sure that it's something that I'm equipped to assess. Maybe it's someone who's in, in my team might be better. Um, right. And, and if, it, if that's the right thing, then we'll get it going. If you're already on the right track with whatever it is that's going on, I usually make that recommendation. So it, it's pretty, pretty simple. I mean, I, I think the vast majority of all the information that you would need is on pinpointhealth.ca. Go to our website, check it out, see the extent of our services, the different team members that we have. Um, I think we've done a, a great job on that site in terms of... Uh, of, of getting as much content on there as possible to really help you make the decision that you want. And again, if you want to see me, there's you can do that through the site as well. You can book uh, directly. The other great thing about our site is you could book directly without calling in. We have a, a portal that you can go on to um, and you can create a profile and, and book appointments uh, online so that it's completely hassle-free. Love it. 416-870-6400 is the number. Jennifer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Lou. Hi. I'm just, I am calling because I have been um, suffering with a lot of chronic pain for the last, uh, since 90, since in the, in the early 90s. Okay. I have had multiple surgeries, like mm-hmm. I had um, back, shoulder, knee, uh, knee replacement, reversible shoulder replacement, and I'm having a lot of problems with arthritis and bursitis. I have been going to the pain clinic for about 13 years, getting the um, Lanakin injections. Yep. But it's at the point now uh, my lower 
spine again is damaged the, mm-hmm. on both sides. And uh, um, uh, I was advised that I should get a new MRI done because when I had it done in 28, it's really bad. So it must have gotten worse now. And I'm just, you know, masking the pain with just these injections for a couple of days or a day or two. Right. And it's not really, I am not getting any permanent result. How old are you, Jennifer? Ah, I'll be 65 this month. Okay, so you're still young for all this stuff. Um, How much self-care are you doing for yourself in terms of the right exercises, postural modifications, right diet, all, all of those things? Yeah, I am. I, I don't eat processed foods and all of those things. So not so much the diet, but how much self-care? Like, do you have a, a, an appropriate rehabilitation exercise program that you're following yeah. every day for your... Well, not every day. I have been. Well, yeah. For the last couple of months, I haven't been. I normally go to the pool. That's the only thing I can do So the, in the pool. But I walk. Yeah. But yeah. so here's the biggest thing that's missing in chronic pain management. Two things. Number one, I would say more so than the next thing that I'll bring up is the psychological component. Managing the the mind in chronic pain is something yeah. that's missing a lot. And it's very, very important because everything we experience is not actually experienced in our bodies. It's experienced in our minds. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're crazy or anybody is crazy. What it means is that our mind is our motherboard. And if, you know, I always give this very harsh example that if I you know, severed your spinal cord and lit your leg on fire, you wouldn't feel anything. And there's that, that clearly shows that it's happening in the mind, not in the body. So mental health uh, management is huge in chronic pain management. And the second thing is the self-management in terms of the proper exercises. And you said something very important there, Man, not all the time. With, when it comes to this type of stuff, there are the right things that you should be doing every single day at every single minute in terms of postural, things like that. Those are the two missing links. A lot of people do what you've done in terms of the uh, pharmacological management, the injections. The problem is, is clearly it's not working because you're, you're, you're getting, well, I shouldn't say it's not working, but it seems to be not having the same effect. And based on just the way you answered that question, I bet if I went through a thorough history, I would find out that the self-care is what's missing most from your management. And if you can implement those things, then that's where you get huge, huge results. And you get huge results because it's stuff that you'd be doing all the time, every day. How often can you get an injection? You can't get it that often. How often are you going to take a medication? And so so it's all-encompassing. Chronic pain is very important because it's all-encompassing of all of those things. But it, you have to make sure you're doing all of them. And already right off the bat, I, I'm fairly confident that if I went into more detail with you, you're probably missing those two big things. Um, and when you're missing those two big things, you're missing, you know, 50% of the fight. So you're potentially missing 50% of the results. Okay. Okay. So give me a call after we can discuss this um, and we can assess you and, and, and put you on a right uh, plan and path um, to manage this properly. But your story is unfortunately not unique. I hear it and see it all too often when it comes to chronic pain management, that this is the root and it's and it's potentially not your fault because this is sort of the way the system has told everybody to go, right? Where it's like, just use medicine, just use injections, just do surgery. And, and that's sort of a systemic problem, but there are bigger things that can be done in terms of self-care, um, both mentally and physically. And when you do those things, some of the results are, are phenomenal and, and, and life-changing. 
Jennifer, appreciate the call. Reach out. Uh, do so. Trust me. Make that first uh, phone call. one 855 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U. You want to reach out through email? Simple info at pinpointhealth.ca. We'll continue more of your phone calls. Bring them on. Still got some time. 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show on a beautiful Saturday morning right here on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Take advantage of the last few minutes of the show here. Make that call. It'll be quick. It'll be uh, it'll be useful for sure. 416-870-6400 is the way to go after that. Reaching out uh, on uh, social media as well, Instagram and Facebook and other uh, resources for social media. Pinpoint Health is the way to look at. And email info at pinpointhealth.ca. You know, you mentioned to Jennifer, it's about uh, chronic pain. And it's, it's you've said this as well in the show many times before. The, the solution and the treatment's also got to be chronic as well. I mean, I use my, yes. uh, my, my, you know, my sister-in-law's. It's been God, a, well over a well over a year, year and a half for her since she saw you. You put her on a program. She is still diligent about doing her exercises for her back every and, day. And I saw and her she one or two times. Yeah, that's it. And she's yeah. rocking. She's still doing all right. She's still but doing okay. You know what? The way you just put it there, that's beautiful. That's a great quote. Chronic pain requires chronic treatment. Like it's yeah. it's just so true. If if it's something where you're saying ah eh, sometimes and this and that, but. It's incredible how often that's missing. But again, why is it missing? Because as humans, we are designed for conservation of energy, right? When you look at simple evolution, conservation of energy. And because we try to do that, we want to find the the least path of resistance. Unfortunately, when you're dealing with these things, that's not what you should be looking for. It requires the hard work, the dedication. And when you do those things, the results are equivocal. If you put in hard work, you do the right things, you're consistent with it, then you can expect that the results will, will nicely line up with that as well. And I think that's an important thing that people need to understand. And, you know, one thing I've noticed, a lot of people will bring their loved ones to me, and I think they bring their loved ones to me because I'm sort of this tough love approach, right? And the way I am on the radio is sort of what you get in person too. I I always sort of say my job is not to tell you what you want to hear, but sort of what you need to hear. And, um, and I think I do it in a professional manner, right? Like I'm not, I'm not rude or anything, but like, but sometimes it requires that tough love where people need to hear this stuff. And and I believe some healthcare professionals are always tippy toeing around this. They're either tippy toeing around it or they're ex- extremely rude about it. And I guess right. I've found some balance there where I can get across the point that I want in a very professional way, but with with a level of authority that I think the the average person dealing with chronic pain needs to understand. There needs to be personal accountability if you are dealing with chronic pain. Part of the part of the mental health stuff is there's a lot of blame on everything else, right? So like I think back to the caller about the the WSIB, right? Where the focus is on how can I blame somebody else? Well what what is that gonna achieve in terms of you getting better? I get that it's important, but if you're wasting all your time on that and you're not focusing time on getting better then really the outcome that is most important getting better is never being tackled and to me that's crazy that so much of these things car accidents are the same way where people are consistently focused on how do i make someone pay for what's happened and how do i 
give blame. Extract. Yeah, where they're not actually focusing on getting better. Like, your focus needs to be on getting better. If you want to get better, we are designed that when we focus on something, we can often achieve it. That's sort of the message. Like, if you read most self-help books for wealth and stuff like that, the idea is the belief, right? If you consistently focus and believe on something it's not just that you focus and believe on it it's that you'll likely if you have that much focus and belief you'll act and if you act you'll achieve and and really health and chronic pain management is no different you need to focus you need to believe and you need to act and that's an important thing and if you don't act and you're just sitting there blaming everything else and using all these excuses you know, it's it's to your own detriment. That's all I can say. It will be to your own detriment if you're not looking to get better for yourself. And if you don't believe, you just looked at the other end of the spectrum. Look at professional athletes. I mean, the ones who are truly professional athletes and uh, and excel and they're, they're the top of the game. It is relentless practice, practice, practice. They hammer it. They hammer it. That's the only way they're going to do it. They in, know it. In my world of, of sports medicine and stuff like that, we love treating athletes. You want to know why? Because you tell an athlete to do something, they do it. That is the difference. Right. That's when people talk about like, oh, well, these athletes have the best healthcare teams and that's why, you know, their knees get better. Yeah, that's part of it. But a big part that we're not realizing is that they are doing the hard work every day because they have that mindset and they understand how important it is. There's no athlete out there getting knee surgery and then not doing the rehab. They are spending countless hours on that rehab. And that's the important aspect is that dedication to the self-care. And self-care is a broad term that I use for doing the right things in terms of posture, avoiding the wrong things, the exercises you need to do, the foods you need to eat, all the stuff that you need to do on your own. That is what's missing in pain and injury management is self-care. That's why Pinpoint exists. We are not there to give you the care. We're there to direct you so you can care for yourself. And in leading up to what would become an injury as well, you often stress the importance of prehab, taking care of yourself and eating the right foods, exercising, self-care. being on top of your body before there, it becomes an injury. And if it does, you're going to be better off, right? Same thing, self-care, right? You, uh, yeah. you doing the right things prior, that is the message. Pinpoint Health is not designed to take care of you, but to help you take care of yourself. Love it. You want to reach out uh, now that we're done for this particular show? Do so, one 855 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U. On uh, social as well, just uh, pin, uh, Instagram, rather, and Facebook, etc. Go to Pinpoint Health, and you can always email info at pinpointhealth.ca. Get on top of it, and we'll see you here next weekend. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.